RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Monday night edition. Excited to connect. Looking forward to finding out what's on your radar. My name is Mike, the host of Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. Looking forward to connecting. As always, let me know where you're watching from. Any first time viewers would love to acknowledge your presence in the chat room over here. And then also uh, when the phone lines are open, 313-462-0027 is the number to call to let your voice be heard. And so I, I retitled this live stream after combing through a bunch of articles, had a chance to go through a lot of posts that were submitted into the Discord page by the community. And I titled this Government Propaganda, Distractions and Diversion Tactics. And so it's <laughs> so many stories worth touching on, more than we could probably touch on in one live stream. But this is why I want to make sure I include you guys because everyone here is keeping an eye on something in particular, something that has more meaning to them than other things. And I'm curious to find out what that is. So real quick in the chat, let me know what are some top subject matters that you're keeping an eye on and we'll try to touch on them. And then also, if you got articles or whatnot, uh, throw them out and I'll try to grab them and share them with the community as well. And so before I dive in any further, I want to make sure I acknowledge a couple of people, do a little maintenance on my side, then jump into about seven or eight or so tabs all relevant to subject matter i think uh is designed to divert our attention here while stuff is happening here while all along the mainstream media focusing on something <laughs> that I, I think is a ultimate distraction from more important issues happening here in the homeland but anyway say from the, some of that we got jimmy butts uh, buns if i'm not pronouncing incorrect we got jojo in the building we got bar light broker JS checking in. We got Roger Rose. Appreciate you. We got DC Precise Lightning for the checking in. How's this thing start of the week? How's things the start of the week? Uh, yeah, just so much stuff happening, man. I want to touch on as much as I can and uh, try to unpack it and share my two cents on as well as get yours. We got Dude Boy. We got, uh, let me see here. We got Rusty checking in. All right. What else we got? Make sure also give me a thumbs up. Let me know if the sound is looking, sounding better. Change microphones. So hopefully we don't have any interruptions. And so no chipmunk sounds. Yeah. So it's been interesting to have that old microphone throwing out the chipmunk sound. I don't know what's going on with that. Low blood pressure. We got Larissa Jackson checking in. Mr. Nitty. All right. A couple more people. Jermaine Scott. We got Rick. Uh, Faith Parent. David. All right. I want to make sure I acknowledge enough. We got Chris checking in. We got Steady Eddie. We got Shane checking in on Facebook. Appreciate you from Coastal Plains of Georgia. All right. I want to make sure I acknowledge as many people as probably got Mike Bruce, slow blood pressure. Okay. Fair amount of people here. All right. So I appreciate you guys for hanging out. Hit the thumbs up button, share your support for the channel. And, you know, as I mentioned, there's man, like there are so many diversions and distractions going on right now. I want to find out what do you think is a primary thing that they're trying to keep from our attention? What do they not want us to focus on? And I have a couple things here, but yet yeah, there's always more than a guy I could probably cover. But real quick, let me go through a couple of things on my side here and then i'll jump into all these tabs i have then open up the phone lines and then i want to hear from you guys so for everybody tuning in i want to make sure you guys are aware that rethinkingthedollar.com is the home base we got articles news you name it everything is educational form is there and then for those that might be new to the channel i want to encourage you to go down to the very bottom 10 question dollar iq quiz so far we're about 62 percent on average as far as people just being able to understand the basics of the monetary system and with monetary literacy so if you're interested Go to RethinkingDollar.com, take the quiz, and you'll see what's going on from there. Then also, for those who want to join us midweek, this upcoming Wednesday, we're going to have a Patreon hangout where you get to join me on screen face-to-face -face and just have some off-air talk, talk about whatever. We cover everything. There's no holes bars. 
So become a member of the Patreon team uh, and you can join us there and hang out with us a little bit as well. So all the information is down below. And then make sure you connect with RTD off of YouTube, because within the next year, I anticipate a lot of alternative media places being uh, removed from YouTube. So go to the very bottom social media tab. We got everywhere. Patreon. We got Instagram, Telegram, Telegram and Discord are the most important ones. We got the podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, Rumble, Vibrate, BitTube, Gab, BitChute, Minds, you name it. We everywhere. Try to be everywhere. And then once a week, I send out an email to everybody on the email list. So I encourage you click the link down below. You get one email with all the upcoming live streams. So you'll always stay uh, ahead of the curve with that information there. Okay. So enough of that. Let's jump right in and uh, talk about what's going on, man. So I'm curious to hear what's on your mind and what are some things you keep an eye on? Rick, I appreciate that love offering, my friend. Thank you for being a blessing to the community and the channel for that. Thank you very much, my friend. Let me know where you're checking in from. All right. So I pulled out a lot. So, so let me let me start off by saying this. Our reason I titled this one last minute government propaganda and distractions and diversion tactics, because everything we're being thrown coming from the mainstream media, it, it, it's spun at us with an objective to keep our attention off of certain things so that the masses doesn't come to the realization of how all of this is just one big freak show, ultimately. And so let me share with you something that I think could better help you understand exactly what I mean. And so for those that have been a part of the community, I always talk about how there's people uber wealthy, those that are have taken over governments, they've taken over all the institutions. They're the one calling the shots. They're going in accordance to their predetermined script. So everything we're experiencing now, not much of it is by coincidence. It's all by design, just like Afghanistan. My personal opinion on Afghanistan is why is there so much focus on Afghanistan and they've been removing troops for the last year plus. And the person who initially signed it happens to be Trump. But yet right now, Biden's getting the blame for it. So Trump, Biden, it's not a political, it's not left, right, Republican, Democrat. Just look at the agenda. Why right now is there so much high quality footage coming out of Afghanistan? How come they've been documenting the takeover of the Taliban for the last week and just showing on visual maps how they're taking over the whole country and they're approaching the capital any minute now they're going to have the control they're going to have control of the country who the hell would really care other than the fact the mainstream media has chosen within the last week and a half to make this the leading story on every news source not to mention over the weekend we have an event an earthquake in haiti i think i saw something about 300 or so people i think have lost their lives in haiti Major tragedy down there that came and gone in the mainstream media because everything is about Afghanistan. Well, at the same time here, there's protests happening in almost every country in Europe right now. There's protests in Canada, Montreal, you name it. People on the streets protesting. What are they protesting? They're protesting the agenda, the global agenda. We all know what that agenda is to make sure everybody get their fair share of two doses. And so I say all that to let you know that everything we're experiencing now is already pre-scripted. And I'm going to show you some proof right here. And this comes from people in the community as well who bring these thoughts to my mind. But here is the cover. This is the 35th edition of the Economist cover. And this was written in 2020. But yet it says here, this is this is the world in 2021. And when you look at this cover of The Economist, mind The Economist, Economist is partially owned by the Rothschilds as well as four or five other entities but yet this cover here has been the leading map that has been given to us to kind of tell what is going to be thrown at us next. And is there any coincidence whatsoever that if you look at this visual aid here is a slot machine, basically, and if, it's just so much symbolism in this picture here. I wish I can zoom in more. Actually, I can. 
so that we can go through this a little bit more. So as you guys can see on the screen, it's a slot machine. And then just look at all the options here. Look at all this stuff on the screen. Everything we're witnessing right here has partially been some things that's been hot headlines. And so, of course, we got the dollar has that has been weaponized. And mind you, just to show you how much more propaganda as well as diversion from true stories they don't want us to talk about. Yesterday, everybody know, everybody on the mainstream news source talked about the 50th anniversary of the unpegging of the dollar to gold, the Nixon shock. And so for those that might be new, I put a great article uh, in the community tab on the channel here. And I want to also encourage you guys. I'm working on a community project where this is a, this is your chance to participate. I'm going to give you more details. But if you guys are interested, I'll just I would leak it a little bit now just because I want to make sure I give everybody a chance because we have a lot of people out there that's smart, a lot of people that's well informed. And I want to share with you uh, a little bit of a project I'm working on, which is will it won't succeed unless you guys participate because this is for the community. But if you go to I'll give you a heads up right now. If you go to purchasing power matters dot co and you'll get a chance to see what it's about. But ultimately, everything that we're being thrown is thrown, thrown at everything been thrown at us right now is designed to distract us from the underlying issues of how they predetermined that it's time for a monetary reset. And they're using this current health situation and they're also incorporating the world world new world order agenda of using technology and the merger of humans to execute this great reset agenda but yet all this has to do with the covering up of our dying fiat currencies i.e what's left of your purchasing power and then my slogan here is that your financial future is in the palm of your hands and it's basically what you're able to get out of the system right now while you can don't trust no future promises to pay, i.e. fiat currencies, i.e. stocks, i.e. bonds, i.e. anything that you probably can't get access to right now to either protect or preserve current or future purchasing power. It's a damn lie. So purchasingpowermatters.co is a website. And what I got some good articles here. And this article here to the far left happens to be about the Nixon shot. A great article. I encourage you to read it. It's definitely it's, it's the whole historical aspects of how we've arrived at this point. And then also, this is where you, the community, get a chance to participate and share your story. And so if you go to purchasingpowermatters.com or .co, I'll get more information in days ahead. But this is where this is for you guys to participate. Looking forward to hearing some stories already. I uh, got some great feedback from the community and uh, heard some great stories. And it's going to be more opportunities for people to let their wisdom and expertise be heard by the community. So you'll, you'll be, your videos will be posted to the YouTube channel and everything. And it's going to be fun, man. But anyway, got off track a little bit. But. Back to the back to the story at hand, and then I'm gonna stop ranting and get to the nitty gritty. Okay, so I want to start off by saying this because everything we're experiencing now has already been predetermined as being mainstream events, and so here we have a slot machine. Whoever pulls a slot machine, who, who controls the opportunity to pull a slot machine, would be the biggest question. But then here's the options: we got America that's breaking up right now. We got we got Florida, we got Texas beefing with the federal government. It's it's a divergence. Southwest is going to be east west. It's going to be crazy soon. We got President Biden, who this came out I think before the election, if I'm not mistaken. So it has Biden here already as president or the face on here, as if he was going to be pre chosen or pre predetermined to be president. Who knows? We got forest fires. Look out! Look, there's trees burning. Right now around the world, they talk about climate change. We got trees burning, Californians on fire. And of course, what has taken over as the primary surveillance mechanism that every household has used, whether it be for work or schools, happens to be Zoom. Who's profited the most off Zooms? The big tech companies. Then you got the 
this current health strand at the top and bottom. Then you got a nuclear bomb, which we haven't seen yet. God forbid we see it. Could this be something that lies in our future? If the <sighs> deep state globalists happen to lose control, could they pull one of those off? Who knows? We got mask coverings that's still been talked about to today from state to state to state where his kids will wear it. Who knows? We got this. We got a needle right here. Everybody knows it's not needle. There's nothing that's going to help you long term. We got the clean energy. We got a wind turbine right here. The climate change going green, all that stuff like that. And then at the very bottom, we got China here. And so once again, this Afghanistan stuff plays into what's going on in China just because let me share with you real quick. Uh, China looks forward to friendship with the Taliban but doesn't recognize their rule yet. And so when you have the Taliban who are to, who we've been taught to look at these individuals as extremists, as terrorists, when you have quote unquote terrorists meeting with government officials in China, is it such a coincidence that the U.S. happens to be leaving at the same time China shaking hands and getting ready to in, incorporate the Afghanistan as well as Pakistan and all those other stands into their one belt one road initiative of course not it's not by coincidence the u.s is pulling out by any means necessary because they basically gave the keys to china for china now to drive that ship to you know because that was a missing piece to their puzzle because a lot of the infrastructure that's going through that one belt one road happens to flow around the afghanistan region and of course and of course it's been 20 years now and the u.s and big pharma and everybody's drained the country of as much wealth as they need because the opium war is no longer really a war now because we're on now to the vaccine war. So more profits can come from this new agenda. So more than enough reason why they let Afghanistan slip. And they're trying to use that now as if it's the biggest story we're all facing. And it is not. I'm sorry. You all know what the biggest story is. And it's the stories that no one's talking about in the mainstream news. And I have some more tabs here. So let me get you here. Let me share with you some things here. Uh, here's uh, some pictures that came from the Discord page. And this is from somebody on Twitter, but it's talking about you guys as you guys see it says y'all worried about uh, liberating Afghanistan when we really need to be liberating NYC. And this is about the keys to unlock the NYC. And of course, it goes through the eye of a needle and they're trying to make sure everything goes through the not eye of a needle. When in actuality, what's in that needle, <laughs> it doesn't solve anybody's problems. It only creates more problems. But this is what stuff that, you know, will not get mainstream attention and focus because they want the people to be. A hush towards this because they don't want any uproar. And then here's another little quick. Uh, let me see. Here's another uh, little snippet from the Discord page. It's funny how quickly all the essential workers became non-essential when they said no to that, you know, that thing in the arm. It's, isn't that very interesting? And then here's another one. Here it says Taliban has now declared Islamic uh, Emirate of Afghanistan offers choice acceptance of Sharia law. Flee or beheading. And of course, I've seen videos. I'm sure you guys have. We saw videos of people being hung from, you know, skyscrapers and structures and all types of crazy stuff. It's, it's very sad. But yet at this current moment, what's what's obvious, obviously more important is the global agenda rather than any human lives. Human lives are very expendable at this current moment in the eyes of the evil ones that's trying to pull off this great agenda. So. But it says here, uh, chairman of Joint Chiefs has confirmed raising terror threat in the U.S. as Al Qaeda declares intent to hit America's homeland. This is a Biden's foreign policy disaster. And I don't say just don't just don't put it on Biden as well, because let me go back and tell you how much of a 
have a hocus pocus live this is so here's a video here that i'm going to play and this is from three administrations prior to we got biden supposedly trump obama and then mr bush here but just check out what mr bush says and let me know if this is adding up if this making any sense or are we being lied to continuously because who actually knows what's happening in afghanistan other than the people who have served there the 2.3 trillion that's been spent to so-called uh uh, protect you know our homeland when actually they've been in the drug game from day one but let's listen to this real quick the days of the taliban are over the future of afghanistan belongs to the people of afghanistan I'm gonna start and the this future of the days of the taliban are over the future of afghanistan stand belongs to the people of afghanistan and the future of afghanistan belongs to freedom Okay, so what happened? This was 2006. What happened with, you know, the Taliban being free and the Taliban no longer being there and Afghanistan own their country being free? What has happened over the last, what, 14, 15 years? Oh, maybe did he lie at first or did the agenda change? I'm just curious. You guys let me know. But yeah, once again, that's George Bush there. So once again, distractions, diversions, tactics, that's all. So here's something that you won't really hear much about. And this, I think, is very important. Somebody let me know. Maybe it's not because this is just about the overall integrity of the so-called elections that we have, even though no one's truly elected. They're already predetermined and selected. But it says Arizona Senate president says Maricopa audit report being prepared. And so could this happen? This Afghanistan event have anything to do with the fact that what's happening in Arizona is about to come to the light? And it's one of those things where I'm not up here saying that, you know, we need to redo this, do that. I'm just saying just, just, just have full transparency and honesty as to what the actual numbers are as to who voted, who didn't vote, how many illegal ballots, how many illegal people in general. I think if the numbers were to come out, we wouldn't be surprised. But yet it's bigger than that because it's about the future of any other elections we call ourselves having. And if we can't, if majority of Americans don't really believe that what happened in uh, uh this past november 20 or november 2020 it was real then who in the heck gonna trust going to the polls in the future so this right here just for sheer honesty and just you know transparency of election system let's have all this stuff come out and i think the results of this based upon the information i've saw reveals that there's been more than enough uh unaccounted for individuals ballots signatures you name it that would automatically declare that particular county there null and void which therefore would le trigger a domino effect throughout the rest of the state and definitely throughout the rest of the country so is perhaps this something that they don't want people to see uh, i don't i don't know i could be wrong i could be wrong anyway let's keep it moving and then here is something else i think is interesting so i never dived into it uh much but other than this weekend um the last couple of days rather but pillow fight mike lindell says he was attacked at his election fraud symposium so I think it was three days of revealing information. And it's one of those things where he tried his best to lay out fat stats, numbers. He had some of the top brainiacs working on pulling data together. And based upon information they shared, apparently it, it revealed that there was more than enough question to redo every single thing that happened this past election. So could this also be a part of why they don't want people focusing on this stuff? This is important to me, as well as all the other people out there in the streets and as well as all the other agendas going on right now. But I could be 100 percent wrong. But as I start off saying for those that are tuning in 
everything we're experiencing was already predetermined that we were going to experience it well before 2021 kicked off. Just look at the world, uh, the world in 2021, the economist cover that was issued last year. And then someone also mentioned, if you look very, if you look at some of the key details, there's a world ball. And then it says here, cash out. You can bet. And then it says here, insert stimulus funds. <laughs> so who's inserting stimulus funds? Governments worldwide. <laughs> so <laughs> it's so much symbolism in here. Everybody can probably pull out some type of conspiracy theory type of event. Or is this real factual stuff nowadays? But anyway, I'm going to stop ranting. I want to hear from you guys. Let me know, you know, what did I miss? What are other, what are some other prop? Oh, oh man, hold on. Hold on. I forgot. I'm sorry. Let me, let me, oh, I'm, I'm way off. Okay. Let me give you some more stuff worth talking about. Man, I, forgive me. I, I jumped the gun too soon. Here's something worth your while. Canada will require air travelers to be, as you guys can see here. So this is from the Huff, Huffington Post. Take it for what it's worth. Is this fake news? Real news? I, I don't know. You let me know. And then here's another one here. I want to make sure I get to this one because this is important. This is probably one of the most ah, concerning for all of us just tuning in to me right now. DHS warns of heightened risk of violence ahead of the 9-11 and new terrorism bulletin. So apparently people who love their country, people who are concerned with the direction and the mandates, edicts or information provided by the government are considered to be national or domestic terrorists now. Now, to me, that's very misleading. That too, that to me is considered fake news because what exactly is a terrorist? Anyway, they they gave us the definition of a terrorist because that's what we've been up against for the last 20 years. All of my adult life, we've been in a war against terrorists. But what actually are terrorists? How about this? Here's another way of looking at this. And somebody let me know. I could be wrong. But if you as a nation, if you impose yourself and intrude into other territories, destroying, looting, robbing and killing other nations and citizens, would that not be enough to cause those individuals to be very irate and angry towards the person who initiated all that aggression? So if those people are just defending themselves, wouldn't they be considered like just concerned citizens that's trying to defend themselves? Then you factor in some very extreme radical religious theology. Okay, that makes it even worse. But they take people whose lives they've destroyed. It's only natural that they want to clap back and get at you, i.e. the United States of America, to where in Taliban they got people yelling in the streets, death to America. Well, of course, they've we've we've ruined their country. Wouldn't they want to get back at you? So are they actually terrorists or are they actually trying to defend and protect themselves? And it happens to be against the aggressor, which is the United States of America. So here we are, United States of America. And based upon the narrative that was already predetermined, mind you, everything they we've been told has already been chosen as a weapon to use against the people. So the words domestic terrorist basically means if you love your country, if you love your ownership of weapons, if you love your free speech and they're talking about aggression, everybody knows that January 6th was a was an there was more people in that crowd that was probably paid as a part of the Antifa and Black Lives Matter individuals than they were actually people who love their country and were there to let their voice be heard. And they were not the ones that were going inside the Capitol building. And so now the narrative is there's extremists. And so they're saying that uh, violence and terror. There's actually a, a picture. Let me see if I can find it real quick that I happened to tweet it or grab somewhere. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Because I'm sure everybody saw it, but I want to make sure that 
I bring this up and then I'll stop ranting and then I'll let you guys get your two cents in. And so let me show you here. So for those that are, if you're on Instagram, I encourage you to go to Instagram because I'm over there as well. And I put things there, but I posted this here. Let me see if I can. It won't let me. It won't let me get in here. Let me see if it let me get in here. Give me one second. Let me see if it let me log in. Okay, here we go. So here's that image that was circulating around the web. So fair amount. I got 56 people responded here and shared their two cents. But as you guys can see here, potential terror threats, opposition. So here's the three primary bullets. And if you decode all that and give it a, a more patriotic spin on it, it'll make more sense because what we're being sold is definitely this is misleading. And this is what I would consider misinformation because I'm not a, I'm not. I'm not a violent guy, so I'm not that type, but I am one to let my voice be heard. I am one to push back when I feel like I'm being done wrong, but opposition to the measures. So how about you just, it's not for you. You just don't want to participate. How is that opposition? It's just, it's not for me. So I don't want to participate. You're not putting that in my body. Okay, just leave me alone. Okay, sure. Second one, claims of election fraud, belief Trump can be reinstated. Claims, well, there's more enough data out here. I think after Arizona comes out, that's going to be more enough proof to why there's things we should question and that there should be some re-audits of all states will be ideal just to show how it's legit and fair, I think. Okay. And then the very last one, 9-11, 20 years of the war on terror, and now we're into the war on cases and the war against the people who choose not to participate. And so here they painted this narrative, and this, once again, we cannot play into this. And what I mean by play into this is basically we as God fearing, God loving people, we should not be out here. If we see knuckleheads out here clowning around because there's going to be protests pretty soon, more so probably in California, New York first. But it's about to get cold in New York, so maybe not. But California, any everywhere in the south where there's um, there's an authoritative type of approach towards telling people what they can and can't do, there's going to be some pushback. That's only natural. That's I think that's the right thing to do. But yet there's going to be knuckleheads infiltrating all peaceful movements. They're setting us up for that because they, as I mentioned from a video weeks ago, they want people on the streets to protest, to push back so they can fall into the category of, of being domestic terrorists or whatever. And then they're going to have paid provocateurs inside of the groups expect Antifa and Black Lives Matters, they're on the cut, they're on a the salary, they're going to be in those crowds, they're going to be throwing stuff, and you know the number one thing they need to do right now is to remove guns from our hands. So you know it's going to be a lot of people doing open carry in certain areas, and of course there will be, a, there will be probably, and God forbid, I hope I'm wrong, there will be one shot fired by somebody who's a stage it's probably gonna be an agent of some kind who's gonna shoot somebody shoot at somebody and that one shot will change the game in this country and that's just something i just felt like saying i hope i'm wrong but yeah let's leave it at that that one shot could change the entire narrative to this whole misleading disinformation stuff that they are throwing at us so just be on the lookout for that so if you're going to participate, because it's good to say everybody here who's tuning in at some point when the pressure gets when the pressure squeezes you that much, you're going to be protesting. You're going to be letting your voice be heard in the streets at some point, more than likely. Maybe you won't, but more than likely you will be on the lookout for people who are there to cause harm as opposed to let their voice be heard and to just to express their concerns because it cannot be done with force because they want that. And that's my opinion. But anyway, I'm going to start ranting. I promise you, I'm going to start ranting.
Uh, let's talk. Let's open the phone lines. Uh, I've done enough. It's about 28 minutes of me ranting. Forgive me. I went too long. But, you know, I get fired up sometimes. Uh, but let's talk. Let me. Um, so let me get the phone lines up and then we can talk. Let me switch uh, switch some things real quick on my side and then we can get this going. So I'm missing phone calls left and right. Forgive me. But I had to get that out while I was fresh. And let me see here. Okay, you got the phone lines. Are we okay? Give me one second, people. Uh, let me. Man, okay, I got some calls. Do I? Uh, okay. Hello, caller. What's name? We calling from? Mike, it's Barlight Broker from the internet. Barlight Broker, what's in your mind, my friend? Give me a quick thought. Hey, everything you're saying is like dead on. I've already had all those thoughts, and you're exactly dead on on all the stuff you've been saying since the show started. Oh, what they're covering up is that fact that the pacific ocean is dying and we have a severe food shortage in the horizon and mm-hmm. you know that from looking at some of some of china's measures even and they're like the phase they've got cameras on everyone and if they throw a plate of food out they right. find them and shame them and and uh but that's what they're really trying to hide and they're gonna they're gonna what they're gonna do is they're gonna ruin everything and then mm-hmm. blame everything on COVID, just like they've been doing from since this bs started oh it's COVID's fault. You can't get paper towels anymore. That darn COVID, boy, that pesky old COVID. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's the food, and I think they know it. And, you know, that's just what they know about. Yeah. Hey, I agree, man. Even, even just knowing that, you know how much the seafood Asian people eat, Mike. I yeah. mean, it's a crazy amount. Yeah. And yeah. think about how big the ocean is. You know how much food comes out of that? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> a huge problem and then also another thing mike that's not the only problem once all that that seaweed in there dies off that uh-huh. that part of the ocean won't be making oxygen anymore and that will like totally get us yeah okay that's a, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother ballpark right there i even touch on man so that's just one out of probably a hundred things we're talking about but hey most of our oxygen comes from the ocean actually not trees that that i did not know so I'm not a. Well, I'm not even sure what, sci- what what type of scientist that is there, but hey, man, I appreciate you calling to share your two cents, man. Thanks for checking in. Okay, man. Yeah, be good. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not even so offhand. <laughs> what is it? I, I'm not even. What type of scientist focuses primarily on the ocean? Somebody let me know because I'm I'm not even sure up top of my head. Um, but here's a question right here. Here's a question. What does the deep state not want us to talk about? That is a question I want to put out there right now. So call in, let me know what you think, because I've laid out a couple of things that cross my radar. And let me start missing calls once again. Give me one second. Uh, okay, so give me a call and I'll get you on here. Man, I've got to get better with this. All right, so let's keep it moving. I'm checking with the chat real quick. And then I'll, um, let me, ah. all right, give me one second. Hello? Hold on, Paul, give me one second here. I got to put the... All right. What's your name, caller? What's your name? Where you calling from? It's Paul from Eugene, Oregon. Paul, how you doing, my friend? What's on your mind tonight? Give me a quick I'm call. I'm good. I'm good. I was going to call you last week. I mean, um, man, just the same stuff I was talking about last time with uh, the church, uh, the Christians, and the and the Proud Boys. Yeah. And you hit it on the head because um, I was watching it. They, they had that pastor, Arthur Pulaski, mm-hmm. I think was his name. Uh-huh. I don't know if you saw this guy in Canada that was kicking out the cops, calling them Nazis out yeah. of his church. Yeah. It was a big, you know what I'm talking about. Yep, I saw that. And uh, yeah, he got arrested. And, uh, yeah, he's been all over. So this guy's in Salem giving a speech after after all the stuff that happened last time with them 
you know, bombing the <laughs> throwing the the flash bombs at the kids and all that. Mm-hmm. But then they had a uh, they had a church service at the Planned Parenthood, and uh, yeah, the Antifa showed up for the fourth time in like five or six days. I don't remember this has happened. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I see the you know, I'm watching it live from this guy. I think his name was uh, the something conservative. I, anyway, he had a live stream and. But it would look like real actors like that, that pastor. I'm like, man, I see this guy on TV too much. You know, this is a coincidence. Now, why would he leave Canada? I understand that. But why would he come to Oregon? Yeah. It doesn't really make sense, right? Why would he want to flee Canada to come here? And uh, I mean, maybe to try to wake people up, I guess. But they look like actors out there, really. It looks like, you know, a reality TV show almost. It's like it's like the guys that are inst- they're instigating, but they're not really doing anything. Uh-huh. It looks like, you know, they're supposed to be there to protect the Christians. And the Christian service looks great, and like eighty percent of the people look like they're there for the right cause. But you got that maybe even five percent in there just to instigate. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, I got a question. This pastor, I see. And uh, anyways, you know, that you you were right on though. With, you got to watch out because it makes you want to go out there. You see these people, it makes you want to go out there and join up with them and, yeah. and help them out. But yeah, you at be the same time, man. it's like they're not getting arrested. But the second you try to do something, they're gonna grab you up, <laughs> take right. you out of there or something. Very you know true. what I mean? Yeah, very true. Hey, appreciate and then, you. Uh, Go, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, in the Philippines, too, I saw where they, they put out a rumor that they were going to lock everybody down if they didn't get the, you know what? Uh, really? So thousands of people fled and, and got it. And it was just one more way to trick a thousand, you know, thousands of people to get it. Putting out a rumor because they said it was a rumor that they weren't actually going to lock them in. Yeah. They just got that. So they ran and got their thing. Yep. Man, man. Anyways, man. they're doing all kinds of tricks. Well, hey, man, let me get a couple more calls. And I appreciate you as always for calling in, my friend. Yep. All right, be good. Yeah, you bet. God bless. Yeah, same to you. Oh, man. Uh, interesting. So here's something else that, you know, once again, this is something that's not in the mainstream news. Let's talk on this one. And so, uh, Rolf, appreciate you, but it says DOD to house up to 30,000 Afghan refugees on U.S. military bases. So, you know how the borders open. That's not something that's being talked about. We're hearing so many people coming into the country. And, of course, we don't know who's who, but it's good to say. I'm probably wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I wouldn't be surprised that at these 30,000 Afghan refugees, they will probably grant granted asylum to come to this country. And you factor in ain't no telling how many true people who want to do the U.S. harm. A good portion of that, a good portion of 30,000 probably want to do the U.S. harm. And so they're literally opening the door up, providing bedding, cushion and a, and a stim. They will get a stimulus check, too to come in and do some damage to our country. Like that's probably a part of their agenda. As, I, as I've always mentioned, a part of the goal as what we're witnessing is the destabilization and the destruction of civilization and all facets from the political side, the social side, the financial side, any aspect of our lives, they're trying to restructure it. And it's a part of the great reset agenda. And so nothing we're witnessing by now is just coincidental, accidental. It's all being strategically done and I think, and this is what I'm thinking I'm really concerned about, because if this Arizona state audits exposes some stuff, it's not going to get the mainstream attention. But yet, if more states jump on board, i.e. the Republican-led states that are pushing back against the alleged global agenda. So Texas and Florida seem to be leading the way as of now. And of course, Mississippi, Alabama, they're in the mix as well. And so if we get four, five, six more states that just say they're not going along with the federal government's agenda that right there leads to the great divide of this country. And as I start off saying, if you just look at what's already been told to us from the economist cover, 
And it has to do with this American flag being divided, the divided states of America. They want that. So is that a good thing, a bad thing, or is that playing into their hands? Not quite sure, but we're going to find out. So like DeSantis, I mean, he seems like he's doing something real. You got people saying make America like Florida, but yet there are some hurricanes coming to Florida right now. And I think they're going to be strategically navigated to probably hit Florida harder than ever. I hope I'm wrong, but I, I mentioned hurricane season might be a little harsh, given that we got all this other extreme weather events happening around the world. I wouldn't be surprised if Florida was hit with something extreme this upcoming um, this upcoming uh, hurricane season. But let's talk. Hello, caller. Which name are we calling from? Hey, Mike. It's Ed. How's it going? And I'm doing good, my friend. What's on your mind? Give me a quick thought. Man, you have this with a lot of heavy stuff tonight. That's all sounding good, but. You know, when it comes down to it, you know, it's a, it's a spiritual it's a spiritual battle, not with flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people are, um, are blind to the fact of who the real enemy is. Yeah. And, you know, who's it, who is it always chasing down Israel? What kind of people are always hating on Israel? Iraq? Mm-hmm. Other, Syria, the, the, the surrounding Libya, nations. <laughs> Iran. What yeah. are they? What, what religion are those people? Uh, they're from the Islamic faith. Yes. The, the, the people, the Antichrist may not be himself, Muslim, mm-hmm. but the people are going to do the dirty work are Muslim, like you just said about that Afghan thing you just talked about. Those mm-hmm. people come over here, they get 30,000 people over here, and 10% of them are soldiers, and 10% of them hate us. That's 3,000 people. Can you imagine how much terrorism you can do with 3,000 people? You do a lot of damage. Yeah, spe- especially if it's pre-planned and they got maps and they got instructions, they got teaching, they got res. I mean, they got, they're going to get all the equipment they need to pull stuff off. So you got the fact that the government wants that type of activity. So they're going to open some doors and turn a blind eye, let people go certain places they shouldn't be and to help that type of stuff. So they're not just doing it on their own. <laughs> they're going to, according to the right, script as know, well. Yeah. You know, I'm a pre-tribber. So I think we're going to get out of here before the real heavy stuff starts. So we're, Hopefully, we're going to be watching this like a bad movie up up in heaven. <laughs> but at the same time, the people that are left here, you know, have to be aware of who the enemy is. Mm-hmm. And the Muslims, have, you know, it goes all the way back to Abraham, Isaac, and Ismail. Mm-hmm. You know, that goes all the way back to that. The beginning of the Muslim faith started from Ismail. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's pretty much Bible scholars, you know, pretty much agree on that. So people have to be aware, and the, and the more this Muslim thing, and you know, we've been treating them people wrong for a long time, mm-hmm. and it, it's pretty scary. And I'm I'm afraid of all this other stuff. And, you know, you're hitting the nail on the head with, you know, uh, bringing out the Arizona thing. But I, I'm getting tired of hearing about that. They've been bringing that out for months now. Yeah, months and months. But but yeah, was, but you know what gets me, Mike? Is, is, you know, there's a couple of things they could do. You know, first of all, they could just shut down the grid, mm-hmm. or they could cut off the food. And that would we we would be eating out of the palms of their hands. Why don't they do that? Yeah, uh, maybe maybe with this with the with the with the shutdown as well as the shipping freight prices. I think one shipping container now is twenty thousand dollars, and it used to be like two thousand, three thousand. So, the the deliberately cutting down the the Suez Canal and clogging canals up, shutting down the transportation methods. So they're deliberately causing these shortages to make sure that food will be very costly no matter what. So, I, so they're using all that stuff to really push the inflation narrative while the global economy itself is contracting because of all this debt. So it's, it's, man, it's one big cluster crap is the best word I can use for it. But Hey man, let me, let me get some more calls. And I, I appreciate you for calling okay, and insights. One, one more good advice, man. Yep. Everybody gets long term food storage. You can do it real cheap, right? 
mm-hmm. and mylar bag, suck the air out of it, put them in five gallon containers, oats. Yeah. I mean, just put stuff away so that if you have to just go basic calories, you can have it. And if you don't need it for 30 years, maybe some newborn Christians will find it. Yeah. God bless you, Mike. <laughs> hey, man, appreciate you. Bye. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Let me, uh, okay, got some more calls here. So let me try to get as many calls as I can. I want to try to get as many calls as I can. So let's keep the thoughts and questions short if possible. Let me. Give me one second here. Let's get something good in here. Hello, caller. Where are you calling from? Mike, Tony from Oakland. How you doing, TB, brother? TB, doing good, my friend. Give me a quick thought, if you don't mind. One more time. God allowed us to get together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I'm so happy that I'm here. But yes, the whole sir. world is a lie, though. You know that, right? Oh, definitely. <laughs> it's, it's obvious. <laughs> did you watch the video of those, those Afghanis who are trying to hop on a plane? I did. I saw that one person fall from how many ever thousand feet in the sky and that's like wow like what's so it's so many questions about that man but go ahead no you got to slow that down man you got to actually slow it down and look at it mm-hmm. and then think about if you on the jet jetway mm-hmm. they don't allow you to get within 200 feet of that airplane because it'll suck you up into the turbine and spit you out like water mm. there's no way that those people jumped on there like that and it, it's cgi if you really look at it mm-hmm. You know, they may have one or two people on the ground, but they can transport the one or two people into thousands. Mm-hmm. And, and just like the uh, when they were running towards the airport. Yeah. There's a guy at the bottom of the screen directing people over over here, over here. Here's the airport. <laughs> and then he's like, wait a minute. And, and then you see a bunch of white guys with towels on their head. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got to really slow it down. And I encourage people, don't win the stupid prize. Uh-huh. Don't get out the street. Stay on the porch. Let God take care of it. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. So here, and that's where I, I start off by saying, like, there's so much high quality HD footage. We got great photography work coming out of Afghanistan. Like, they got professionals on the ground getting all this great footage. Why? Like, how does a country that's supposed to be in such chaos? The Taliban is so dangerous that you got all this crispy, clear HD 4K video. I, I got a video playing right now of people jogging with the Air Force plane. And and I, they show some actual planes of people, I guess, who actually got out, and they're all men. They're all young men. Where are they flying them to? You know what I'm saying? Are they coming to the U.S. or what? So this is a paid no, operation, they're, they're, I believe. They're, they're active, uh-huh. And if you look at their plane number, it's 911 backwards. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're all actors and CGI, man. We're being played. How do you go over there, pick up 600, but drop off 9,000, 6,000? Yeah. <laughs> I got, and you you leaving right oh, okay man. i got you. yeah and that what the the one thing i put in discord is that no one's talking about how many ngos we got more ngos than we got servicemen mm. good point we yeah. got more ngos and servicemen i i know somebody that that's recruiting them uh-huh. heavily to go over in these other countries and 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 uh be uh truck gas station drivers you know uh-huh. that's the, that we, we need somebody that's a driver man 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 so yeah i'm, I'm watching as you're talking i'm looking at all this all this all this great footage we got the taliban who met with mike pompeo and don't forget trump also signed a deal with the taliban as well so it's like and then i did i played a video earlier with bush and his video his saying the taliban was no longer a threat and the afghan was free all that crap so we've been lied to from day one my friend but hey t let me get some more calls man i appreciate you calling as always you have a good one yeah be good bye 
Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Keep the calls coming. I'm curious to hear uh, what's going on. Let me see here. Let me get this. Okay, give me one second. All righty. As always, leave a comment out there. Let me know, and I'll try to get back with the chat in one second. Let me get this call. Ah, ah. Okay, it's here. I got you here. Give me one second. I got you on here. Let me get you on here. Hello, Carlos. Where we calling from? Hey, Mike. Pay me money back, clean Texas. Pay me money back. What's going on, my friend? Give me a quick thought. Uh, real quick. Uh, you know how you said all this stuff is pre-planned, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, all right. So check this out. When it comes to the United States government, everybody been asking about these concentration camps, concentration camps, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody trying to figure out who the heck they for, right? Yeah. So check this out. They just let you just said it's 30,000 immigrants mm -hmm. in these bases. See, we've been thinking that these places is for us, but if it's pre-planned, they knew that these folks was going to get led into the country a long time ago. So my obvious thought is these camps that they got set up all over the place in mm -hmm. the United States, that's mm -hmm. where they're going to house these people. Because when you think logically, mm -hmm. when they release them, they can't stay on the military bases. Once they go, where are they going to go? Yeah. The only place is these camps that they got set up. I mean, mm -hmm. I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's it. We don't know, but uh, we're going to find out, unfortunately. But it's just I want people to make sure they realize that everything we're being told, everything we see, it's a it's a it's a it's not real. It's a story that they want to sell to us because they're trying to keep our eyes and ears off of other things. And it's more so the, the actual resistance taking place on the streets. There's boots on the ground right now in various countries. And the last thing they want to do is for people to see that. And, and there's actual boots on the ground here. Even though I saw in the Capitol in Oklahoma, people were actually out there expressing their displeasure in this whole mandate stuff. So that stuff will never be headlined. But yet that stuff needs to be shared by more people, man. So, um, yeah, but hey, we'll see, man. That's, that's true. It just comes down to uh, reverse psychology. It's like uh, I remember last time we were talking about real, real quick. We were talking about how. Uh, United States, we bombed this place and bombed this place. What do we do about it? Absolutely nothing. Uh, they're giving everybody the vaccines. Go back to the to the to the those black airmen that got hit with with the syphilis, and then after the United States and all the world found out that it was allowed, it was an experiment. What do we do? We did absolutely nothing. So guess what? Mm -hmm. If I didn't stole from you one time and robbed you, you a little punk, I can come rob you again. So <laughs> damn, we got away with the first injections. Let's inject the whole world since it worked on these group of men. But we're just gonna change it up a little bit. What do we do about it? Absolutely nothing. So I don't right. know. Right there, man. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> Not a problem, boss. Yeah. Have a good one. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Hey, what's going on, Mike? This is Miles Miles from NY. Miles Miles, how you doing, my man? What's on your mind tonight? I'm good, man. Just two things. The first one is about the uh, uh, that post you put up from Department of Homeland Services. Yeah. I think that's just a precursor to, you know, Guantanamo Bay, you know, snatching mm. people up and say, okay, look, you're this, you're that, here's mm -hmm. your label, we're going to violate all your rights, mm -hmm. and, you know, you disappear. Yeah. You know, in the middle of the night somewhere. Mm. Uh, my second thing is, that I think the narrative is changing. I don't know what happened, but like I said before, never underestimate the next man's greed. Yeah. Like Cuomo went out, <laughs> I think Biden's going out the same way. Because I, I posted some things, and if you look, the narrative's changing for him. Before, he was their, uh, you know, he was their star. He was the, you know, the, <laughs> the poster child. Yeah. Now, all of the media and the news are turning on him, blaming him for a gangster. Now, it may be just uh, a whole game about that, but why are they using him for that? Why are they using their poster child? 
Mm-hmm. You know, I look at it like uh, a couple of ways, like uh, America, you know, did a symbol, you know. Yeah. So we are, uh, you know, taking a jab and we're voicing our opinions and it's being heard. And maybe the rest of the world is taking suit, mm-hmm. looking at that. And they don't like that. They may be saying, look, you're a little bit too weak. You should have had this according to plan. This is not on schedule. You're out of here. You know, next. Harris yeah. or whoever. The same same thing with that Hutchel, uh, you know, NYC. But I think Cuomo just got a little bit too ahead of himself. Yeah. And they didn't appreciate that and got him out of there. But he was serving the agenda. Why are you getting rid of the people that are your puppets? Your, yeah. your star puppets in the star <laughs> areas. There's a reason for that. You know, I'm just trying to figure out what, though, because it, it, it's definitely something to that, you know. Yeah. But I ain't going to take your time. Keep doing what you're doing, yeah. Mike. Appreciate Everybody you, stay up. Appreciate you. Be good. Uh, yeah, getting rid of their star puppets. <laughs> so, and, and I also saw an article earlier, I'm not sure if it's valid or not, but it said that Hollywood's pushing back on participating. And a lot of the Hollywood actors and our producers or people behind the scenes, they're not willing to participate with that thing, which is not helping as well because it keeps them from being able to do what they want to do. So, I don't know about that, but we'll see. Hello, Carlos, where are you calling from? Hey, Mike, this is Roger. Uh, I'm here in Texas on the Mexican border. Roger, give me some good now, news. I wanted to, yep, go ahead. Well, I wish it was good, but it's not good. Okay. Uh, we have like, we're being overrun by immigrants, which, you know, that's neither here nor there. But what our government is doing and what I don't think anybody's hearing about is they're busing these guys to Houston, Dallas, mm-hmm. and places north. Mm-hmm. So I think they're like purposely trying to spread the COVID-19 so they can get the numbers up, go back into lockdown, keep the narrative going. Uh And I mean, like my wife is an RN here in Eagle Pass and uh, you know, the chatter between some of these people, they're like, do they not understand how disease spread? Like, you know, you would first test them, quarantine them, et cetera. And instead, you know, they arrive at a place called the, I don't know, something hope here, at least where I'm here in Eagle Pass. And Mm -hmm. you just see buses leaving with them and, and they're renting La Quinta there's three three different hotels, and, and I can't remember the other two, but they're not like Motel Six, bro. They're like, you know, uh, you know, like uh, the lowest one was La Quinta, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm not, they're not staying at the at, you know the Four Seasons or anything. But I, I'm saying is, I think they're putting them in these hotels with other guests and stuff, eating breakfast with them and stuff to purposely spread the disease. And I'm sorry, I'll let you speak, yeah. but it, it but just no, it's kind of something. In, yeah. But no, hey, I, that, that's good information from your neck of the woods, man. Thanks for filling this in with that because, once again, that's why I want everybody to share in and chime in with they, what they see on the ground, man. That's important. So appreciate you for calling in, my friend. All right, Mike. Take care. Be good. Hello, Carlos. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Detroit Wayne. It's 313 Wayne. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing good. Wayne, what's going on, my man? Give me a quick thought. Hey, I, I want to bring a little clarity. Uh, could you bring up Revelations 2-9 on the screen, please? All right. Um, give me one second. But go ahead. Keep talking for me. I'll, I'll pull it up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> a guy called in and it said, who is the enemy? He was talking about uh, the Arabs and he was talking about Islam. Okay. And I, want, I wanted to make the point that, for one, uh, the Iran right now are the Persians. Mm-hmm. Biblically, God deals with nations. Those are the Persians. Mm-hmm. And Islam, came as a religion, came well after the progenitor of the Arabs, which is Ishmael, mm-hmm. Abraham's first son. That came well after um, he was dead with uh, Muhammad. Mm-hmm. He brought that as a religion. Mm-hmm. But... Um, uh, I got on, I got uh, on the screen Persians, right here too. Mm-hmm, the Persians saved 
uh, Israel out of bondage when King Nebuchadnezzar, if you read in Daniel, mm -hmm. had us in slavery for 70 years. Mm -hmm. King Cyrus the Great, the Persian king, set us free. Mm -hmm. You know, and so if you want to know who the enemy is, read Revelation 2 9. He tells us, and it says that his people are in poverty. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the people who they call Israel right now are not in poverty. Thank you, sir. Hey, appreciate you calling, my man. I read that too. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good stuff. It says, I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Interesting. 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 Appreciate you for sharing that, my man. Thank you for calling and sharing that. All right. Uh, let's keep it moving. So give me a call. Let's talk. Curious to hear what's going on. Let's uh, get a couple more calls in here. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Hey, Mike, how's it going? This is uh, Charles out of Atlanta. Charles, my man, give me some good news. What's going on with you? Uh, two articles. I posted in the chat. It's an old article. I'm not sure if you touched on it. But DARPA and the Pentagon, uh, back in April, they announced that they created a chip that goes under your skin that can detect yep. COVID-19. Yep. I saw yeah. that one. Yep. And, uh, I'm sorry. Now, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The other one was uh, Yahoo just brought article out that China shut down all their ports that serve the East Coast. I'm sorry, the West Coast of uh, of the U.S. They did it like on Thursday or Friday, so they pretty much put a warning out. They didn't even put it on the news. They're like, "Yo, the West Coast needs to be very, very, very mindful that at the end of August there will be no supplies coming from China." Mm, mm, that's hey, that's a good point. So yeah, so I I, I pulled that DARPA article up on on the on the screen here so people can see that, and I think that was in also that was in a Discord as well. I think so. Um, yeah, I encourage people to join the Discord and share these articles so we can always have a chance to get eyes on them faster. But, um, but yeah, that's very true. So at the by them closing the port by the end of August, nothing's coming out of China no more. So that's automatically shutting down a lot of stuff. So this upcoming holiday season, it's not going to be too cheerful. Put like that, the way things are being set up, man. Well, on top of that, I mean, the West Coast and all the seafood comes from there. All the machinery comes from there. All mm -hmm. the chips come from there. Well, pretty much all the technology comes from the West Coast. Yeah. All the cars come on the East Coast. Mm. So, hey, good stuff, man. Appreciate you for sharing that. Oh, no problem. Have a good one. All right, be good. Yep. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? <clears throat> Hello? Hello? Hey, Mike. Hi, yes, sir. Hi, this is Mike in Philadelphia. Mike in Philadelphia. What's going on, Mike? Let's give me some good news. Uh, you know, something that always struck me as interesting was uh, the Pope's visitation. And I always thought it was interesting that uh, he visited the three cities where the three plane crashes, or I know there were more than three, but uh, the three areas that were uh, the planes crashed on 9-11, New York, D.C., and uh, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. So... I just always thought that was interesting. I think with uh, Al-Qaeda or Taliban, uh, they uh, are primarily, if they're a narrative, they're going to be terrorism. So I just think that's something to uh, keep in mind. Yeah. Uh, also, when the Pope came to town, uh, there was a lot of uh, military and mercenaries running around uh, buildings uh, to uh, ensure his security. So I just uh, wanted to throw that out there. Hey, I appreciate you, man, for calling the share now, my friend. Thank you, Mike. Right, yeah, yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. A lot of great thoughts, a lot of great insights. And then also, you know, another. Th okay, so here's another thing that's been 
that's not being promoted and talked about because this is unprecedented. It's never happened in modern history. It's the reverse repo situation. And so, Tony B, I know you daily put in a discord the figures of what's coming out. But once again, the reverse repo is removing what they put in to the system. And so I have some thoughts about that uh, reverse repo. Let me actually I want to check into the numbers real quick. But uh, I'm thinking like if they continue to suck out or take out of the system the tune of trillions per day, then that right there definitely causes some issues. But it makes the possible issuance of a CBDC that much easier because as they're removing the <sighs> commercial bank created digital ledger technology currency and put it on the balance sheets of the Federal Reserve, it's no longer circulating. So that would basically sucks all the liquidity and there's already a liquidity crunch going on anyway. They suck out more and more and more and more. It'll probably make it that much more advantageous for them to now. We're going to give you a new brand of liquidity in the form of these CBDCs uh, to try to provide some liquidity in the days ahead. So if they suck all the old out and then try to distribute the new down the line somehow, some way, that'd be a good way of trying to cover up all this. So this reverse repo situation might be, obviously it might be looked at as emergency measure, but it actually could be a chosen method to take out a lot of old currency so they can then reliquify some things with the new currency. So just my two cents there, man. But I've been thinking about that one for a while. But this is another monetary phenomenon that doesn't get any attention. It gets talked about, but this is this is this is our national currency. This is with the issuers of our national currency. This is one of the most important subject matters when it comes to the financial realm because the more that they are manipulating and creating and counterfeiting, that steals and robs from you. That is our purchasing power present and future that is being taken from us so my 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 mantra is get your weight up you don't want to be the last one holding a bag and i know i'm ranting a little bit but i got some stuff to get off my chest real quick and so i want to make sure i always show people this visual aid here so they can see it directly on the screen and this is what this is about your purchasing power everything we're talking about boils down to preserving as much purchasing power as you can for today and tomorrow so that you can acquire all the things you need because ultimately, and then I'm going to share with you here. This is something I, I love referring to, but if you go to treasury.gov, the U S department of treasury, the frequently the resource center, and you scroll down, it tells you exactly what a federal reserve note is good for. Let me see where it says here. It says, and I know I'm off topic a little bit, but I want to make sure I bring this to your attention because a lot of people are not familiar with this, but let me find it real quick. I got to find it. But it tells you what exactly it's good for, and I'll find it in one second because I usually have it highlighted. But let me get this last call here, and then we get ready to dial back. Then we will get ready to dial back. All right, give me a couple more calls here, then we dial back because we're approaching an hour point. But anyway, let's keep it moving. Uh, only a small portion of humans ever read the Bible. Very true. And to, to that question, to that thought there, because everything now is going digital, majority of people. Now, I've even watched the, the, the evolution of, you know, the, how the church has used technology to where most people are sitting in church with their phone or a tablet. Very few people bring in an actual textbook. And that's beneficial now, but dangerous for the future because. Within the next 10 years, as I've said, 
the Bible will be outlawed. All religious documentation will be outlawed once they reform the Constitution at some point in the near future, because that's a part of the agenda as well. If you don't believe me right now. Chile's having a Constitution reformation or reformation, whatever it's called. And let me see. There's another country that's ha also they're, they're rewriting the Constitution right now because they need to ad address these current agendas because they need more control. So that's in, that's in the future, I believe. But. God forbid we get to that point. Hopefully the deep state Satan Satanists lose so we don't fall into their trap. But just so you guys are aware, that's how that's what they're planning. Anyways, keep it moving. Uh, let me get caught up in the chat a little bit here. Let me see here. Correct. Mike Chile did it already. Yeah. So Pablo, man, when I saw that, man, when I saw when I saw how Chile right now is going through un unimaginable stuff, man, it, it definitely hits me hard. Still got a lot of friends down there and I was there, what, three years ago, I think it was now. Had a great time. Oh, maybe not. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Uh, nobody there. All right. So let's give it a back. So we at the hour point. So I won't be taking any more calls tonight. Appreciate everybody for who have hung out. Uh, you don't need a Bible to worship God. True. But yet faith comes by hearing the word of God. How do you have a relationship with someone if you're not able to actually learn, study, and better understand them through their word. You don't need it, but it's very beneficial for your own spiritual deposits, in my personal opinion. Anyway, let's get ready to dial back, man. I want to make sure I um, always end on a good note, and that happens to be a, just in reference to the scripture as itself. Like, you know, we are you know, in an environment now where the enemy, those that are attempting to do harm to humanity, has orchestrated a what appears to be a well thought out and devised plan is nothing new. As I've started off saying earlier, everything that they've thrown at us has been pre-scripted. And for those that are just tuning in to give you more insight as to how and why everything we're experiencing is a part of a plan. I want to encourage you to uh, watch. Let me put up on the screen here. Because I think if you guys were able to watch and get some alternative let me share with you real quick. I'm gonna share with you a video that I all I point I point to everybody who I come in call to contact with because it's very important because it gets you to think and think outside the box. But if you go to rumble.com, type in Dr. David E. Martin and just watch whatever video, the first one here, it's a hour and a half, give or take snippet from a presentation, but he gives you patent numbers and he gives you more than enough information for you to research for yourself to then realize that everything that's been thrown at us is a prescripted event and it's not about health it's just what they're using to cover up the greatest agenda of humanity which is the great reset the current monetary system has to end and they have a plan on how they're going to usher in the new one using the blockchain and all that other stuff so if you type in dr david e martin and rumble you'll get a chance to see a video i encourage you to watch it you won't you won't walk away from that video not realizing how all this is a sham but anyway um, but when, on the good news side of things, man, God is still in control, man. And I'm more than confident than ever because more people are waking up. And I think that this is a great opportunity for us to lean upon the power of God and not necessarily man's wisdom, because man's wisdom is what got us into this. And there's that scripture that, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't rely upon your own understanding. And he will direct your steps. And so right now we are in need of higher knowledge that doesn't come from mankind because everything we're experiencing now is mankind's fault. We need something beyond our own understanding and only comes through 
the man within us. And his name is Jesus Christ. Like literally we, the believers, the, the body of Christ, we have more power than we're aware of. We are carrying the Holy Spirit, the helper, the comforter. The, the, we have inside information inside of us if we tapped into it. But it's more so being able to get other people on board to help them realize what they're carrying. We're all carrying something unique that could make a difference right now. We are light. We are the salt that needs to offer some flavor to this world because it's very dark. It's very uh, tasteless. You know, we are morally, spiritually a bankrupt nation now where everything goes. You know, you can't say nothing wrong against sin. When, when and I think, what is it? It's a woe when, I forgot, it's a, it's a proverb. I can't think of it. Woe when somebody says uh, sin, woe good for sin or something like that. I forgot it offhand, but. For my Bible scholars out there, you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, point in case is, it is our responsibility as believers to share our faith, to encourage one another, and to pray. There's still power in prayer. And I'm thinking like all men of God, when they were confronted with obstacles and they were up against something that was well beyond their own uh, abilities, they automatically resorted to prayer. And that's what we need to do as a unified body right now because if we ask God to intervene, he will on behalf of those who ask. The faithful prayer of a righteous man availeth much is what the scripture says. And so we have to be the voice that ask for help, simply ask for help and then trust God. And of course, with that, he gives us wisdom on how to act because we're not just supposed to be standing flat footed doing nothing. We're supposed to also pray, get charged up and then act. But yet we got to do it. We got to do it. Uh, we got to do it with a. Um, with a kingdom approach rather than a uh, worldly approach, because the worldly approach is what they're setting us up for. They want us to get out there and act the fool so that they can say, look at those extremists, those Christians, those whoever they labeled us as. No, we don't have to do that because we can operate from a higher level divinely. It is just a matter of tapping into that. So we know what that is. So we all can act accordingly. And I think if we do that and when we do that, there will be a great revival in this country. And that's what I'm banking on. So that's what I'm praying for. And hopefully you guys are uh, able to get an agreement with me on that as well. But with that being the case, just dial back. And I want always to end for those that are tuning in, whether you're a believer or not, stick around because you're needed because you're a part of the community. And I want to definitely offer everybody here who may not know the Lord an opportunity to accept him as their Lord and Savior. It's real simple. It's a matter of just believing and then receiving. It, it, it's not complicated. It doesn't take a Ph.D. to become a believer and a member of the kingdom of God. That's what that's a benefit. It's just it's very simple. And then on top of that, to get in unison and, and to unite over how we want God to do this. And that's where, like, you know, what are we standing on right now? What do you believe in God for? Now, what are you putting your faith in? And that's where I myself, I'm trying to get guidance, man. So please, for my, my, my prayer warriors, pray for your boy because I definitely need it. But anyway, for those that are tuned in, man, I want to offer you a chance to, you know, connect with us spiritually right now. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather this evening to lift up the name of Jesus Christ, the name that is above all names, the name that every knee will bow and confess as Lord. Father, we thank you for your power that's at work in our lives right now. We thank you for your spirit that guides, leads us, and comforts us right now in this current season. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you are working mightily in your body, Father. We ask that you raise up strong men and women 
of the faith, Father, to let their voice be heard, to let their actions and their talk and their walk be reflective of who you are, Father, in the earth. When people see them, they see you, Father. We ask for divine intervention in all affairs of your church, Father. We know that everything you're doing is working out for our good, and we thank you, Father, that we win now and in the end. And we just ask for comfort as well as just peace in our hearts and our minds, which passeth all understanding, Father. We all need peace because each and every one of us, Father, might be confronted with a dealing with something in this life. But yet only you are able to give us that peace, Father, that uh, allows us to put our heads on our pillows and rest with uh, complete comfort, knowing that you are in control. Lord, we thank you for all you have done and will do in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, people. That's all she wrote. Um, man, what a, what a packed show tonight. I appreciate everybody for hanging out with me. Hit the thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. And then also. Beneath this video here are all the links you need to connect on all the social media platforms, connect with the on Telegram, connect on Discord to share articles. Also, for those that are happen to be here now, I'm starting a new project for you. So this is for every single person who's bold and brave enough who want to be on the camera. This is your chance to play a part. So I'm going to be rolling out more information in days ahead. But yet it's simply go to purchasingpowermatters.co. I'll pull it up here so you guys can see it. And this is where I want to definitely have more people participate. This is a community based effort is what I'm calling it. And so if you go to purchasingpowermatters.co and you can get more information there. But ultimately, you got articles, educational resources, and you get a chance to submit a video of what of what purchasing power means to you. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear some stories. And this is for you guys if you want it. So purchasingpowermatters.co and uh, more details that come with that. But anyway, that's all she wrote for tonight. <sighs> I am whew, beyond tap. But anyway, be blessed, be safe. And I will see you guys tomorrow, Lord willing. Peace.